0: You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, My AKA for today is uh, You Niggas That Sub to Rachel Dolazar's On The Fans. Y'all need to go to jail. Um, and as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: She be on that motherfucker OnlyFans with the big dick.
0: The you big will address her dick. by her proper name, Nakechi, Nakechi. Amari I- Diallo.
2: <laughs> Nakechi. She be catching dick on that motherfucker for sure. <laughs> she be in that the catching orgasms. Listen, listen. <laughs> Why we here? Hey, y'all. It's me, Candice. Uh hey Adrian, <laughs> I know y'all missed us and we're back, but I was fucking tired last week. I ain't have it to give. I ain't have nothing. Okay. I ain't had shit to give nobody last week. I went to bed at about eight o'clock last Sunday. Okay. I fell asleep on the motherfucking Super Bowl. But listen, I just want to say <laughs> that if y'all <laughs> Jeremy, <mm-mm>. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> um, You want to do sex work, and we're pro-sex work here on the network, but you can't do sex work, be a grade school teacher, and be infamous for, for blackfishing. That's
1: a crazy combination.
2: That's a crazy fucking combination. It's fucking crazy. There is no way she thought she was going to be able to teach uh shapes by day and shapeshift into a dick sucker by night. There's no way you thought that could happen.
1: Like you the fucked up part about it is like it literally is like on a serious tip, fucked up that like the school board filed her for having her on the OnlyFans. It's just the fact that it's her.
2: She's too she's she's too famous. She's too famous. She's too infamous, infamous should I say? She's too infamous. Even her, even her nigger name follow her everywhere she go. Okay, she's too. She's too infamous. If remember. you're gonna do OnlyFans, just do OnlyFans,
1: baby. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember. Like, when but also, story. who's oh. the hater that were on
0: that was on her OnlyFans that went to report her to the school? True, yeah. true. Like, I was at this... that, f- that was that enough. motherfucker
2: was jacking off and telling.
1: That's, right.
0: That is, that is a that's a hater spirit right there. You' if gonna be beating your meat with the oh, oh lord.
1: That's what you I'm like saying. Be it's like,
0: it's so like, fuck fuck. like
2: how you was beating your meat and kissing your teeth at the same time.
0: Like, look let me, at this nasty I'm bitch. Ugh, I'm coming. I'm finished. Give me some napkins and uh and the phone call so the I can call the board. district. This bitch nasty. Ugh. Right. Like, like how
2: that? you was how you was putting money in her pocket and taking it out simultaneously.
1: Hater. Beheaded. But you know
2: what, in the spirit, if it was a, if it was a black person that did it, in the spirit of black history, you on the, you straddling the fence. If it was a white person, thank you.
1: <laughs> Not white people being in white people business.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if it was a cracker, thank you.
1: <laughs> Not cracking down on crackers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So we back y'all. And before we get into the shows. Um, so Portia has been confirmed for season 16 of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Candy is out. Um, of course Nini is out, but y'all knew Nene was out. Nene sued that fucking sued Bravo, sued Andy, then told him to keep her name out his fucking mouth. That door is closed, even though they called him Nene. all
0: manner the crackheads.
2: All manner of mm-hmm. the crackheads, racist, dick sucking, ball slobbing, crackhead, racist like that door is closed
1: she's not coming back
2: the, the the most communication we're gonna ever see between andy and nini is when he reached out to nini after greg passed away it's never gonna go anywhere beyond that and they could use nini but it's never gonna happen you cannot you don't get to sue your job and come back to work like nothing happened <laughs> it just not going that way so let go of that pipe dream Um, there's been some swirls about them being in the talks with Phaedra coming back, but I just want to say Phaedra's not giving anything to marry to medicine. There is no reason for Phaedra to be back on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Low key. Oh my God. I'm so glad we right as we were starting to record information started being leaked about Simon being possibly deported because he has overstayed his his visa Mm. And he is having a hard time obtaining U.S. citizenship because he has a criminal history of fraud and scamming back in Africa. Mm. That's what's currently sauntering out on the blogs. So maybe the well is drying up, and that's why we see Portia making this big resurgence on Bravo. Possibly. To which... mm, Say it. Nobody is shocked that Simon is a scammer. Not a soul. Mm -mm. Because that's all Portia like. If Portia like you, something is wrong with you.
1: (laughs) Which is kind of fucked up when you think about it, but but.
2: Cordell Stewart a fucking, a fucking loser. Dennis, a fucking loser. Simon a fucking cheating loser. Yeah. If Portia want to give you the pussy, something wrong with you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Cause she gonna follow the paper trail morality and integrity be damned
1: i mean because she's don't hell no. so
2: hello so i just wanted to talk toss that out there before we get started um do okay so i carlos king has been doing all types of promo for his new reality tv show on we tv called bold and bougie it is anchored around Malaysia Pargo, formerly of Basketball Wives, ex-wife of Janeiro Pargo. Uh, Malaysia moved to Atlanta some years ago. It was rumored that she was uh, dating Jamal Bryant, never been confirmed, and so on and so forth. But after she left Basketball Wives, uh, Carlos King built Bold and Bougie around her, and it features so is uh, Malaysia. It's Crystal Smith, who is Neo's ex-wife. Um, Tamika uh. Tamika Foster Raymond, which is Usher's ex-wife. Uh. Um, a lady named Barbie, who is the, the creator of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh. Her name, is it Barbie? I don't know. But I just know she is credited for being the creator of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, there's a lady whose name started with a G name. Gaucho, Gucho, Gusho, Gusher, Gary... I don't know, but she owns several restaurants in Atlanta. She's kind of, they say she's a mover and shaker in the food scene down there. Um, mm-hmm. And this first episode was It was heavily anchored around the fact that Malaysia and Tamika Raymond are great friends with Manietta, who is Neo's ex-fiance and his first child's mom. And the fact that Crystal is constantly lying about the fact that she was not fucking Neo while he was with Monietta, even though Monietta says he absolutely was. That was the first episode. Shout out to John and Jackie. I recorded with them um, over the weekend. And John was like, it's low budget. You're going to hate it. Um, but I, we got to remember that John hates Carlos King from his head to the soles of his goddamn feet. <laughs> um, so every he 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 it's a critical eye, but I enjoyed the premiere episode, and I am going to give it another two episodes before we see if it's worth adding to the lineup. Uh I think it's an interesting dynamic because the lady who is said to be the creator of Real Housewives of Atlanta went in and had was having a routine breast reduction ended up with some type of flesh-eating bacteria and they had to remove her her breast completely. And so she's been having reconstructive breast surgery for several years now. And her and Tamika Raymond are going to get into it because Tamika Raymond was like, why do you keep trying to have titties? This is cosmetic. You don't need them. Why do you keep going under the knife to have titties? You don't need them. It's purely vanity. And I say that to say that Tamika Raymond is still very fucking unbearable.
0: She has always a nasty been attitude. nasty, but she's always been nasty, and I think people just kind of got up off of her when her son died at Lake Lanier.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, I, you know, on the heels of Usher announcing a tour, dropping an album, and doing a Super Bowl halftime show. People started bringing up how she took a lot of flack unnecessarily for being with Usher, and I think like that is a bit of rewriting history. She had a very, she's always been very nasty, yeah. And the the chaos came because Usher's mother loathed Tamika, mm-hmm. and Usher yeah. and his mom stopped speaking for a very long time when he married Tamika.
1: Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I I remember him being on One Hundred Six and Park, basically doing press tour. Like, and listen, something. I love my wife Tamika. she is a beautiful black woman. I remember that shit.
0: <laughs>
1: I remember Talking that, that
2: voice is fucking hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and listen, yeah. we found love in this club.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it
0: could have been a. I think it could be a little bit of both, though. I think people. And people still do have a vision of what they think Usher should date and be with. And she didn't fall into that. And so I think she did, but I also think she was nasty too. I think it was a case of column A and column B. Yeah. Mm I
1: agree with that.
0: So,
2: you know, like if y'all, if y'all are out there, our listeners, if you have watched it, chime in, let us know what you thought of the premiere episode, um, if you feel like it's something you want to you want to hear on the lineup, let us know. I'm gonna give it a, a couple more episodes and see what is giving. Um, and you know, all mm, Neo's ex wife thinks she's a rapper, right? Her name is Crystal, and she says she goes by VVS because she shine bright like a diamond.
1: That's a lyric Neo wrote. <laughs>
2: She said when she told Neo she wanted to be a rapper, he told her to get the fuck out
1: of here. Honestly, with a stage name like that, I can tell you. Mm-hmm.
0: And Neo right. He was right. He was right. Because he might have been get... wrong in some other ways, but he was right on that one.
2: Um because <laughs> when she was in that booth rapping, um, I almost stopped the episode. I w- I do <laughs> want to tell Carlos King that do not open no episode up like that. You need to slide that in midway when the motherfucker is invested, because I almost checked out off that alone. That's what I'm saying. So we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye out for that.
0: Uh, and Crystal is his first wife.
2: Yeah, because he was had only more en- than one wife, right? Right, he was only engaged to Monietta and remember, okay, she remember had that. her tubes tied, and then he left her.
0: I remember and, that and
2: started having she- kids with Crystal.
0: Yes. And then didn't he leave Crystal for somebody else that he was just with? Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm j- okay, I'm just making sure I'm keeping up. Yep. And so mean... she, and, and
2: yeah, that's that's like a point of contention because Crystal keeps lying saying that she was not with Neo while he was with Monietta and Monietta said, yes, you were. As a matter of fact, he wanted me to get my tubes tied. I did. He was cheating on me with you and left once she started having babies.
0: Yeah. We yeah. all saw that timeline. Does she really think she's gonna play in our face with that timeline? She did. She did.
2: She does. She did do. Well, she
0: needs to stop. She yeah. needs to stop. Cause we were there. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. What we were there. We were there. But you got did how she got did. So mm,
2: how you how you get them is how you lose them.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then he got got with the other girl and had another like two kids, didn't he?
2: Yes, he did. Okay,
0: cause he had two with yet, I thought. Yep. Because it was a boy and a girl, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yep. And they're about grown was, now.
0: Yeah. Because that's why she was, she she never seemed like she was okay. She seemed like she did it because she was in love with him, which mm. I I can't, I don't no matter how much I love somebody, I don't think I could do something like that, regardless of what we said. If I know, because it never seemed like, oh, I'm done having kids. And so I'm fine with this. It seems like something she was just doing for him. Yep. And niggas nigga every day, so I just can't imagine doing something so per like permanent.
2: Yep.
0: And then and then you go off and you have two kids with the woman that you cheated on me with, and then have another two kids. Yep. Neo Neo gonna be playing the piano in hell.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Good Fucking Bobo. <laughs> hey, what's,
0: wrong you, hey, <laughs> what's wrong with you, kid? what is wrong
1: with you?
2: Yeah. Hey, can't uh, <clears throat> let's shoot the Potomac real quick. The Happy Eddie event. Um, I don't know. Giselle is just bitter and jealous. And I don't. And it's it's one of those situations to me where it could be any it could be anybody as long as a woman that is darker than her is doing better than her and is happier than her. She is going to be a fucking nightmare on that show. And That has been the case, as we have seen. She couldn't stand Monique because Monique had more than she did. Uh, initially gave Candace hell, but once she realized Dorothy was footing the bill and Chris was a deadbeat baby daddy, then they welcomed Candace with open arms. Um, you know, Charisse got them big ass Heather shoulders. And and was was down bad. They trauma bonded and became friends over fucked up marriages. And so you know, she was just really bitter and and mean. And you didn't have to come, but you needed that check because coming to somebody's business event and and being a total dick. It I don't I don't understand, especially when you don't have no businesses to show your goddamn self.
1: Didn't I say that last time we recorded? Mm-hmm. I said um. Like, they talk a, for, for bitches who are always in somebody else's business. They damn sure don't have none to show for it.
2: Ain't got no businesses. Don't have no lucrative businesses. You got Potomac and you got that goddamn podcast. And even that podcast kind of sitting on ice because Eminem trying to sue y'all motherfucking britches off.
1: <laughs> I see Ooh-hoo. what you're there.
2: <laughs> 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 White man trying to sue the britches off you bitches. And I just, it is what It's
1: going to be what it's going to be.
2: Um, <clears throat> I I don't typically care for Sharice, but I'm so glad that Sharice see through Ashley and this bullshit divorce. Mm-hmm. She see right through it. She asks her all the hard hitting questions. So, have y'all filed for divorce? When is the divorce moving forward? Or are y'all just playing house? Are y'all still together? They're still together. Ashley and Michael Darby are together, happily married. They're together and happily married.
1: Yeah, right, I'm, I'm just they, keep- they are. I'm gonna keep it a book with you. I ain't no way in hell you couldn't sit here and tell me that you sat th- you sat beside this man through whole ass sexual assault. But this is the deal breaker. I yeah,
2: am. yeah.
1: Like him being loose with his dick was the deal breaker, but not him He's being not a even old.
2: loose with his dick. He loose with his mouth. Michael Darby around here sucking more dick than Ashley.
1: And like that's the straw that's baby.
2: probably why she wanted divorce because he the throat goat in that marriage. Little mouth monster. Michael the Mouth Monster. Got a dick, he will suck it. I know he wished Juan Dixon was there. Hey, man. Dix- hey, man. But Juan Dixon can't keep his dick out of other women. Juan fucking everybody but Robin. I'm sorry. I got off on a tangent. Father, forgive me. No, it's
0: good. It's fine. We can just hook uh, Michael and Chance up, so Chance will help a place to stay. Oh, my right. God.
1: Okay. All oh, right. Lord no. Jesus.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to help. Okay.
2: I mean, right. he might be able to get out of debt sucking on Michael Darby. He, and Taylor, that might if he be get with he... Michael
0: Darby, you put him on child support immediately. Hello, My she gonna get paid.
2: You get him. He get with a Michael Darby, and Babo would be a thing of the past. It'll be Bibo, Babo.
0: Get
1: the
2: fuck on up out of here. Okay, shit.
1: What is wrong
2: with you? Um, I... You, I, I have, I've, I've been liking Wendy this season, but she um, got on my nerves this episode because while Aneka came in hot and and Wendy stopped her right in her tracks and said, "Hey, you, you don't, you're not just gonna invite me into your home. You skipped a lot of steps. We need to sit down, have a conversation, flesh this out one on one. Apologies need to be rendered and so on and so forth." Um, Aneka is trying to do that. She heard you loud and clear. She's trying to play it by your rules and you still are, are not trying to do that. And for the sake of, um, for the sake of, you know, staying on this show, you're not going, let's be honest. Andy has a very soft spot in his heart for Giselle and Robin. They can literally about do whatever the fuck they want to do and maintain on this show. That cannot be said for Wendy. I don't think Wendy can continue to try to ice out Aneka and keep whatever this feud is they have going and she stay on the show, especially when, you know, Mia and Giselle and Robin and don't care for her and barely even Ashley. Like Candace and and um, the Grand Dame Karen, they Damn. cannot be your only allies on this show. We saw how that played out with Monique they're not going to be able to be your only allies. It's in her best interest to kind of now start engaging Aneka. Now that Aneka is saying, Hey, I'm willing to take the steps that I need to take so that we can mend this and fix this and move forward. But she was just, she was giving her cold, hard ice, like no bitch. Mm-mm. I'll let you know if I want to. And I think the other part is um, I would like for Wendy to finally be honest about the fact that she did know Aneka and and Aneka's husband. And she was being petty because she she didn't fuck with them. But she knew them. And there is some type of dissension going on between their families. And it's time to iron it out and flesh it out. Or else I do think Wendy going to be on the chopping block. She's going to be out of here. And then her and Happy Eddie could focus, you know, focus, Focus fully on on selling weed, but she's gonna she's gonna have to get more than Karen and Candace as allies, especially since Candace doesn't have that many allies either. She got Karen and Wendy, maybe Mia sometime. No, not even Mia. She don't care for Mia. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's what I had on Potomac. I didn't have a lot. I didn't have a lot. That was my biggest
0: takeaway. Yeah, I think you covered the important thing. Yeah.
2: Oh, married to medicine married to married to medicine um you know much like we said prior to the prior to our break last week all of this is a thing well let me all of this is a thing because Jackie and Curtis haven't healed from Curtis's infidelity and now everybody must bear the brunt of that infidelity and and how they pick vacation places and so on and so forth um I don't think Simone intentionally picked Hilton head to try to hurt Jackie or make them the brunt of conversation and so on and so forth. I really don't. I don't think so. I think for a last minute trip that worked around everybody's schedules, that people could get to easily without doing a 10, 12, 14, 20 hour flight and shit like that. That's what happened. And for a a cash trip that was paid for by production and not out of their pockets. They they picked they took what they could get. So this whole thing with with Heavenly going the mile to try to bark and, and bite at Simone and make it seem like she don't care about Jackie and this, that, and the third, it's just it's bullshit. And it's Heavenly trying to get from under the the notion that she's she keeps a lot of shit going on that show. But the real start of this episode was Miss Sweet Tea.
1: Mm hmm. I, I like that girl. I think I like that. Girl. <laughs> you think I you do. Like her I, I like girl.
0: do. You know why? I because... did it when she first came on. Yeah.
2: Yep. Because she didn't hasn't say been.
0: That. She hasn't been on the show long enough to put up a front. I was. This is just your first. This is your first season. She got That's... the fashions from a first season real reality star, which is the which is not a drag or anything. It's to say you dress a certain way when my man gonna see me, maybe the people at work. Yep. Then when you see that on TV and see how people are talking about it, then you come back and you change. Everybody went through it. Me, Everybody, me, Portia, all of them,
2: all of them, all of them. That if we go back and watch season one of Real Housewives of Atlanta. To this last season, it, it, the progression from from what the, the fuck wig? to fashionista, yeah. it was very progressive, very progressive, and that was for everybody, neat with the exception of Kim. Kim Wigg still fucked up, but you know, well, I wasn't gonna
0: count that white woman in Black History <laughs> Month anymore. speak on, speak on NeNe, it.
2: Nini, Candy, Phaedra, Cynthia, um, Kenya. You know, you know all of them. They, you know, Sheree and so on and so forth. They all look like typical
0: suburban you know, housewives. housewives it suburban
2: no housewives, and now they are fashionistas who wearing the latest threads and the latest labels and so on and so forth. Same thing with Married to Medicine. Gosh, Simone was Simone. She was never fat. Let me not say that. But shit, Simone was a bigger when she was on. Heavenly was a lot bigger when she was on. Toya was tacky her first season. Quad was still it, oh, wearing yeah. pink eyeshadow. Oh. Yeah. Mariah was still wearing colored contacts.
0: Yeah, she's still wearing color contacts. But she also not on the show no more, so she yeah, can do she that has... in the privacy of home. If her <laughs> own
2: home. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, sweetie definitely does have um, she definitely is not putting on airs. We are seeing her as her authentic self in this first season, and it, you can appreciate it more because we are we are seeing these other cast members who are not showing up. Phaedra is just here. Phaedra is giving us nothing. But I do have a theory. I honestly believe that when they casted Greg and Sweetie, they did so under the guise that there would be this huge conflict and rift where her and quad was involved, which would lead to quad and Greg getting into it and everybody else jumping in and having to pick sides quad Mm -hmm. fucked up the status quo when she said, congratulations, honey. And I'm going to come to your bridal shower and bring you a nice, expensive gift as well. And I wish you, I wish you and Dr. G the best. I don't have anything, but you know, well wishes for you. And then I think they pivoted to that whole ice quad out situation. I really do. I believe once she didn't give them what they wanted in terms of Greg and Sweet T being on the show, they had to go in another direction. And the other direction was, well, we'll just ice her out and make it seem like all the girls hate her. And now we're here, and Sweet T is like, fuck it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do what needs to be done. Why would she call Jackie out? Jackie start rattling off all her professional, her professional resume. Bitch, we not talking about that. We is not talking about your life as a doctor. We talking about how you are you are up in arms. You and Curtis are losing y'all shit about coming to Hilton Head, South Carolina, because he had an affair and y'all don't want nobody to bring it up. But like like Sweet T said, did nobody have their motherfucking problem bringing up quad at every fucking turn for something that was supposed mm-hmm. to be for her and about her? They bringing up quad at the at the. At the bridal shower, after this shower, after that, but now can't nobody bring up the fact that Curtis Lurch looking ass was bringing that bitch up here to the Carolinas, sucking and fucking at bed and breakfasts. Ooh. She was probably, she probably licked that motherfucking mold. That mold got a mold. I don't like
0: you, can. I don't like how Curtis looked,
2: but
0: we we have to deal with it. I didn't, I didn't need that visual. She probably
2: she, y'all remember in school days <laughs> where she licked that man part.
1: Hey man. <laughs> you wild.
2: That's what she did to that mole. She probably I'm split wild. the hairs and licked that man mole right down the center.
1: My mole got a mole friend. She had the blue light. Where are we?
2: Come on now, Jeremy.
1: Okay. I'm done. <laughs> uh, it's done.
2: Like I just I, I gotta I gotta be honest. If y'all are past this cheating shit, it it shouldn't be all this conversation behind it.
1: I mean, uh you know, I, I agree, but I will reiterate what I said last time recorded is that this is the first time uh Jackie and Kirsten had a story storyline about three seasons.
0: Yeah. And it's about the same thing that gave him a storyline last time.
1: I did. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. It's almost as if Jackie really don't bring shit to the show for real.
0: Well, she can go. She can go. I, th- I really think that I really think this might be her last season. Yeah. I think so too. She's a very she's a kind of prideful and private person, and very image conscious. And it's been taking a hit this season. And I can yeah. see her being like, "It's not even worth the. It's not even worth the headache. We don't reopen this stuff with me and Curtis, and this cheating. I just don't want to be on the show no more."
2: Yep. Between the hit that she's taken professionally for the for that video that resurfaced and uh, this shit with. You know, Curtis coming back up. Um, Yeah, I I can see her trying to gracefully bow out. I I can. Uh, I don't think this is going to be Sweet Tea's last season, as a matter of fact. I think we're going to see her for a few more seasons to come. Um, I would be surprised if Quad comes back. Like, I know she does come back in this season, but I'd be highly surprised if she comes back next season. As long as there's still this big rift between her and Toya um, and and her and Simone, I don't foresee her coming back. I don't think Phaedra will be coming back for another season. Thank God. I, I think they use this as a filler to see if they could, uh, if viewers want to see her back on a main Bravo show, not just like Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip where Traders, mm-hmm. they want to see her back on the main, on main Bravo show. And with Candy gone, i low think it's she's basically a shoe in to come back, especially with Portia coming back. But here's the thing. Phaedra is best suited for shows like Real Housewives, Ultimate Girls Trip, and Traders, where she doesn't have to be transparent and share a lot about her personal life. She thrives and she does well on those shows because she does not have to open up and be transparent.
1: Not only that, she typically is on those shows with people who don't, like, know her. Yeah. When she's around people that know her, or at least know her to some, you know, degree, associate-wise, like, she suffers because, like, one, she don't... One, she don't want to open up. Two, even if she try to open up, she she probably gonna try to open up with lies and niggas who know her is like, girl. And then three... I'm sorry. I know some of y'all have a lot of nostalgia for Real Housewives of Atlanta, Fae and those reads she was giving. She's just not that girl. She's she, she just not that girl. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to tell you this. I'm so sorry that no, your nostalgia is gaslighting you into believe that Phaedra's is that girl. She's just not that girl. She's not interested.
0: She not. The reads. I can only remember
1: one, and that was the one with Kenya.
2: Yeah, I only remember the one with Kenya about the pizza and the uh, I- needed $10 for a pizza.
1: I agree with y'all, but you know how the internet loves to lie. So I'm just covering all, I'm just oh, covering my bases. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. She's just not that girl. She's not the girl that y'all think she is. She just not. Yeah. Don't she, the time she, she was, was interested on real housewives when she was beefing with other people. And even in that, the people that she was beefing with were more interested in the hook.
2: Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. She just absolutely,
2: because Nene used to give Phaedra the fucking the just, business. Hey,
1: hey, hey, talk about it.
2: Lanithia Leaks used to tear Phaedra the fuck up.
0: Of course. Weren't they from like the same town? Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: And went to high school together. Maybe Mm -hmm. not the same grade, but okay. That's what Mm -hmm. I thought.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like niggas who know Phaedra, like Phaedra do well with niggas who don't know her. Niggas that know her is like, now now sis.
2: Yeah. Definitely.
1: It's like a nigga that you went to with together in high school like getting on Facebook and then bragging about all the shit he did in high school. And it's like, nigga, you know that we can see you. Mm
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she to me, um, she's just here. She's just taking up space. She's not brought or or added anything to this season of Married to Medicine. I think all of those girls uh owe Sweet Tea a round of applause because she has kind of been the the center of so much in this season. And especially when Squad exited, you know, it's been the Sweet Tea show. And it, I think it will continue to be. Um, she is the most
1: interesting on the show currently.
2: Now, what I am interested to see, you know, is who she's who she's going to make a, a long-term enemy out of. And I think it's going to be Toya. Now, I would mm-hmm. love to see Quad come back and her and Quad build some type of relationship. Um, but I don't think that will happen just because of Greg. Greg will never allow it so that Sweet Tea can have any type of relationship with Quad. But it would be interesting to see, but I think Sweet Tea and Toya are really going to bump heads. Uh, Get Dr. Alicia and Kemma away from me. A woman that accomplished and that brilliant laying at night with a Neanderthal is very crazy. Very crazy. Uh, He talked to her like she's a goddamn dog. Ain't no fucking way. And then she getting smart with Toya talking about your husband need to train you up. Yeah, you should be embarrassed to say shit like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you should be embarrassed that that even came out your mouth. So yeah, I don't care. I I like. I can I could tolerate Dr. Alicia if her husband wasn't on this show, but I don't I don't care for him. So mm-mm. but. I mean, the episodes were light. I think, you know, they start back, both shows start back up tonight. Now, what I will say is interesting is, so the reunion for Married to Medicine has been filmed. They've
0: taped. Mm -hmm. And Apollo was there.
2: And Apollo was there. However, the reunion for Potomac has not filmed, I don't believe. I don't believe Potomac reunion has filmed. And that's Mm -hmm. very interesting to me. Normally, by this point, reunion looks would have started to leak and seating arrangements and who got first chair. Nothing of that sort has taken place for Potomac yet. So I find that to be really interesting. Now, if they really want to shake shit up on Potomac, they need to really work hard to bring Monique back. Yes, bring, Yeah, I know, yes, Hotep Monique. The
1: actress herself.
2: With the locks who think essential oils can cure everything. Bring that money back. And do you back.
0: know what? If they brought money back, do you know she would probably get along with Giselle now? I'm right.
2: Oh, absolutely. And that would probably drive a rift. Oh, that between, would be good.
0: That would, that would drive
2: good. a rift between her and Robin.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, well, that's Robin's some, a. That's Robin's good a good Girl.
0: Robin's a dude girl, so she'll have a conversation with Robin because Robin be asking, "Are we still mad at such and such?" So
1: she find a way for Robin.
0: She find a way for Robin to get over it. That would be that would be good. That would
1: be some good mm-hmm. hey, we come That would with be groups.
2: good. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Before we before we shake on over to love and marriage DC and then let y'all go, I just want to say that Mia, you had a lot to say about Eddie. For a bitch who was talking about being a boss and got locked out of your companies with your husband. You needn't talk hmm. about what other motherfuckers doing when Gordon over there driving Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash. A bitch who Gordon, was renting, Gordon, getting,
0: Gordon getting allowance from his family out of the table. Mia just don't know about
2: it. Gordon yeah,
0: lifestyle yeah. has not changed.
2: Has not changed at all. <laughs> Gordon... Is that divorce is Gordon can't wait for that divorce to be final so he can have his hands back on his money again. Mia was driving him into the goddamn poorhouse. I'm gonna tell you what was the the board of directors last straw when they found out them motherfuckers was renting a house for $10,000 a month and was renovating a rental house. Hey, you know, That's when the board of directors said absolutely fucking not.
1: You know what we were saying on the Patreon we were, uh, on Love After Lockup we was talking about Louie we When we was like, it's not you, with your bitch. That's what they were saying to Gordon.
2: <laughs> yeah. And even then, it's it's him too. I don't feel sorry for, for Gordon when it comes to Mia leaving because he cheated on his first wife with Mia. Oh, yeah. Mia is a sugar baby mistress turned wife. And so she is absolutely... Said, let me get the fuck out of here now that the sugar is, is no more. The sugar has become
1: shit. Well, the sugar that she know. Because I agree yeah. with his family damn sure slide his money on the table.
2: As long as him and Mia stay apart, Gordon going to eat like a goddamn king.
0: He's exactly. going
1: to feast. Yeah, I'm saying, it ain't you. It's your bitch. <laughs> That's what they Ooh. tell him.
0: <laughs> and like now since you divorcing her, we done kicked y'all out. So this can't be a part of anything. For like alimony
1: or any spousal mm-hmm. support. Mhm.
0: Yep.
1: His family is like, nigga, if you ain't gonna be smart, we is. Yep. Now get your shit together and leave that motherfucker and get your ass back <laughs> into into the business.
0: I mean, but Mia really don't care. She got a new nigga too, so true. she don't really care. True. true. Yeah, true.
1: very true. True. True.
0: But I don't think yep. new nigga got his. Nah, money. he, nah, he. I don't. But.
2: Yep. Definitely.
0: Love and marriage, DC.
2: And funny enough, Love and Marriage DC was better than both Potomac and Married to Medicine combined. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can admit that. So I ended up going back and I rewatched all the episodes because you know how all the old episodes come on before the new episode. So mm-hmm. I just happened to be watching the old episodes. And let me say this I am Team Ashley Silva. Ashley acknowledged that she was wrong in telling Joy's business and she Mm -hmm. apologized to Joy. Okay. If Joy didn't want to move on, Joy should stay the fuck away from Ashley. But quite opposite, Joy comes to Ashley's home for that Christmas party, speaks to everybody, but, but Ashley and thinks that Ashley is supposed to let that shit slide. Are you fucking crazy? You come to a party at my motherfucking house and don't speak to me. I'm going to put you the fuck out my house. Because why are you here if you can't be extend a decent amount of respect? I've invited you. So very obviously I want to move forward. But you come in my house and don't speak. Bitch, please. And then you run back and you tell Winter that you got kicked out but didn't say, Ashley kicked me out of her home because I came into her home, didn't speak to her or her husband and thought I was just about to party mix mingle, drink their food, drink their liquor and eat their <laughs> food. You left out a whole bunch of fucking details. Then you go to this wizards game. You talk to Ashley and you tell her, I don't want to just be cordial. I want to move forward, but I can't trust you and I'll never tell you anything. And I agree with Ashley, then we don't need to move forward. We don't need to be friends and stay the fuck away from me. Don't fucking gaslight me. If we're going to move forward and move on and rebuild the trust, she didn't even say like, right in this moment, I don't trust you, but I want to move forward and rebuild that trust and rebuild our friendship. I know it'll take time, but it's something I want to do. And I hope you're willing to do it too. Telling her, oh, I want to move forward, but I'll never trust you. And I'll never tell you anything again. Okay, then there's no need for us to move forward, like going about your goddamn business. And then Clifton, big, messy ass. First of all, I don't think that I don't think Joy or Ashley are jealous of each other in any capacity. Let me say that they both have their own things going on. And Ashley is a success in her own right. Her husband is for sure a success in the D.C. area. I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything to be jealous about. I just think that Ashley is not with that straddling the fence shit because what Joy described sounds like a friend of me. I don't trust you. I'm not gonna tell you shit, but let's still be cool. That defeats the fucking purpose. I don't want nobody around me I don't trust and can't tell anything to. And yeah, Clifton arguing with Ashley was really fucking weird. And waiting to argue with her once uh, Quick left the suite. It said a lot to me, and I have no respect for the Tylers because, Jamie, your police pig, cop ass, all of a sudden you want to be neutral and mind your business when you spent 30 years minding other motherfuckers' business and locking them up. Talk about it. You stood there and watched Clifton argue with Ashley. That's supposed to, and you said Ashley and Quick is like extended family to you and Arena. Ain't no way. You should have pushed Clifton back like, hey, my man, don't do this. If you really got a problem with her, wait till quick, come back up here and holler at quick. But you ain't got no reason to be up here arguing with no other man's wife. Because you would have a problem with it if another man was doing the same shit to your wife.
1: Yeah, he would have a problem with it if another man did it to him.
2: For sure. I just... I was, And a that's little... not his
0: first time doing something like that. Because I can remember... The first season at that party for oh, I want to say Jamie and Arena's uh, blind son. Yeah, they were having a conversation about something, and he jumped in really kind of aggressive, like with um Ashley, and it kind of rubbed me in the wrong way. So I've been yeah. side eyeing him for for a little while. Yeah,
2: and again, I like, and I I I acknowledge that. I I we can't have too many expectations one for a former pig and two, somebody who is has been very publicly nasty to and about their own child. true and I and I guess that's why in situations like these, when we talk about having discernment and looking at how people treat other people, I would not want to be friends with Jamie and Arena based on how they have treated their own son. Not saying that he not a fuck up and haven't made mistakes, but the way they have trashed the way Jamie has trashed and bashed him and, and made fun of his mental health and like it was the joke and he was attention seeking, there's no way we think he has respect and loyalty to other people. He don't yeah. even have empathy and sympathy for his own goddamn child.
1: Yeah. But so I, so I ain't about to be friends with a cop. I'm just I'm just keep that a buck with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Again, you just, you stood there, you stood there watching this big ass, grown ass man going back and forth with your homeboy's wife and me and Mike watched it. And Mike was like, ain't no fucking way. I'm going to stand back and watch no nigga get in my homeboy white face. I'm about to push that nigga back. Like, Hey, if you got a problem, wait, wait till my nigga come back up here you talk to him, you talk to him. You don't talk to his wife. Ain't no reason for you to be in his white face going back and forth Getting sassy and rolling your motherfucking neck. Talk, talk to her husband. Have a man to man with him. And, and Joy standing there happy. She happy as a goddamn lark. Watching her husband argue with another woman like that's his wife. I would be fucking embarrassed. And you and your big overgrown ass ain't got no business sitting up here arguing with no another man's wife. And I'm standing right here. Y'all just wanted to stay in that goddamn suite because y'all ain't have one. That was, mm-hmm. that was about
1: we're getting to the rip,
2: and and arena and and jamie is not quick and ashley's friend and i'll be uh, one thing i can't say ashley is very interactive on social media um i was just tweeting with her not too long ago and she said that she's just really hurt because she thought that they were their friends they had spent a lot of time together you know families even spending time together not just them as couples but their kids their families their parents this this that and and that in this in the episode that aired yesterday they got with joy and clifton and was talking about quick and ashley like a fucking dog which i find to be fucking awkward considering y'all didn't have no problem asking quick and ashley to mentor y'all wayward ass kids You wanted them to mentor little Jamie to stay out the streets because he a nigga that quick was in the streets and he found his way out that shit and you know turned his life around and you wanted them to mentor your uh Jason cause he Jason was thinking about being a DJ and you wanted Quick to help him get in the DJ and it is y'all but now y'all got all this negative shit to say, but you didn't have all this negative shit to say when you needed a favor from them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: When the Raina was launching that ratty-ass wig line and, and the models wasn't showing up and shit, uh, Ashley was right fucking there, wasn't she? Yeah, she was there. And to me, if you want to be neutral, stay the fuck out of it, period. If both of these, if both ladies are y'all friends, if both couples are y'all friends, stay the fuck out of it completely. As soon as Joy and Clifton got put out that goddamn suite, Jamie and the Raina broke their neck to put their coats on and leave too. That don't look neutral to me. The shit at the couples night don't look neutral to me. Cause I would have said, Hey, I like both of y'all. And I just think y'all need to talk about this, but I'm not going to be in the middle of y'all going back and forth. Cause ain't nobody going to accuse me of playing both sides against the middle. Ain't nobody going to be able to say, Oh, Candace said this or Candace said that. No, y'all grown as fuck. Sit down and figure this shit out. But again, we talking about a former pig and a bitch that was married Ooh. to a former pig, so I don't expect much from them. They doing what they what's in their nature to do, so you as know.
1: Fuck nigga
2: is as a fuck nigga does. For sure, for sure, yeah. Um, I'm glad to see Winter and um Ashley get you know get on a good foot. The reason that they even fell out was stupid in the first place. If y'all remember, that was Monique's doing. Monique was playing both sides against the middle and running back and telling them what Winter said and then running back and telling Winter what they said and shit like that. So it was. it's nice to see them start building a, 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 bond, a friendship or at least an acquaintanceship without Monique being in the middle. And funny enough, this show is much better without Monique on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think Monique has the propensity to lead a show or have a show be anchored around her. I think she is best suited for Potomac where she's not the star of the show. And, you know, she can kind of get in where she fits in, but she did not do a good job with Love and Marriage DC. And it's been a much better show since her and Chris left. So I'm glad to see this part of Winter and they're taking a, a ca- they're taking a cash trip, so that'll be interesting. Um, and I want to see some straightening, but Jamie ha- he ha- he has a really nasty spirit. So on social media, so there's a blogger, there's an author. She's an author. First, I have read literally every book she's put out. She's a urban um urban fiction writer. Her name is Keisha Irvin. Um, she has been able to pivot and she t- crafted her YouTube channel around reality TV content creation. You know, she discusses, you know, love and hip hop, Bravo shows, you know, so on and so forth and yada, yada, yada. And so she's been covering love and marriage DC. And one thing about the cast of love and marriage DC well, specifically Jamie, Jamie searches that love and marriage DC hashtag real heavy. Well, he sees her video, one of her, um, recap videos and Keisha Irvin has survived breast cancer. I want to say twice this motherfucker gets mad at her giving her opinions on what's on this show. And he starts making fun of her body and her weight and her looks and every fucking thing. And people are in the comments like, hey, bro, you know, I understand you might have a problem with what she said and her, you know, whatever she said about you and your wife on the show or whatever. But this woman, you making fun of her looks. And this is a woman that has survived cancer twice. You know what this motherfucker said? I don't know her and I don't know her health history. So I ain't got shit to do with me.
1: Damn. Makes all the sense in the world that a nigga was a cop. He's, wow. just, he's got
2: a he's got a very, very, very nasty spirit. And even if even if he was right in this situation, he's wrong because he's got such a nasty spirit. Um, You signed up to be on a reality TV show. You get paid to be on a reality TV show where you are showing your life to these cameras, good, bad or indifferent the way that you keep that reality TV check is by people discussing you on this reality TV show. We don't get a second season of love and marriage DC without the content creators like Keisha Irvin or same thing with the housewife shows. You don't, you don't get 16 seasons and 15 seasons and this, that, and the third without the um without the Brooke Ashley's or without the ratchet ramblings. We make it that such that your contract keeps getting renewed. You need, you need us. You need the content creators, the podcasters, the bloggers, the YouTubers, mm-hmm. and the tweeters, because if nobody is talking about these shows, they get canceled. Look what happened to like growing up hip hop, growing up hip hop went from one, one franchise. And they was, uh, I want to say LA and Hollywood or California the it picked up so much traction that it then it had a New York version and it mm-hmm. picked up so much traction that then came growing up hip hop Atlanta. When it fizzled out, we don't have no growing up hip hop, no growing up hip hops. period right now. Same thing with love and hip hop Atlanta, how they start condensing those franchises when they lost their luster. Mm-hmm. We went from love and hip hop Atlanta, no love and hip hop, New York, love and hip hop, Atlanta, we had Miami, we had Hollywood. At one point, they was working on Houston. To so now we just have Atlanta and Miami. So there's no reason for you to be that nasty for people commenting and reviewing something that keeps a check in your
1: pocket. Not mm-hmm. only that, not only that, Um, like I know you was a cop, so I know you were a little slow, but if you wasn't such a fuck nigga, we also wouldn't have too much to say about you.
2: We might have some good things to say, but here's the other part on these shows. There is not literally a single person on any reality TV show that we cover on this podcast that has been exempt from criticism and critiques. We give it to everybody. We equal opportunity with it as most of the bloggers and the YouTubers are when they're reviewing reality TV. So like I said, if you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Go unretire yourself. Go back to go back to racial profiling and shit. You
1: are wild. <laughs> you are wild.
2: Go back to being go back to being a pig. But don't if you can't handle the criticisms when you choose to display your life in front of this camera on national TV, don't do it. And also shout out to Quick Because Quick called Clifton up and said Let me talk to my wife And I'm going to let you know if it's up or not And I respect that <laughs> no, Nigga said, I'm going to get fact. back to you on if I'm going to whip your ass or not And they, they be playing with Quick But Quick was really in them streets Yeah Quick was really in them DC streets
0: Quick And you like cool. him and little So you know he was a terror out there
1: Quick is who Jamie think he is
0: Absolutely Absolutely Like,
2: Jamie could get the fuck out of here. You couldn't even help your son be the drug charge and you the fucking feds. Crazy Madness. Them charges was supposed to just magically disappear like your hairline did many years ago. Mm. But, you know, okay. But, yeah. Well, we back. Bringing fucking chaos and ruckus everywhere we go. We'll be back next week. Before we
1: leave, speaking of chaos and ruckus... um, Oh, shit. I don't
0: uh, know where this gonna go.
1: <laughs> let me sit up. Let me sit up. Not let me sit let up. Me sit up. <laughs> let me sit <laughs> up. Let me sit up. It's crazy. Um, so Metal Mario. Um, oh my god. If oh, you don't Akba know v? if you don't know what they call Arkbar V. Uh, she is on uh Al Green's internet. Um what's so funny is that I can't I, I almost didn't know it was her, it was somebody who You know, you know, every five to six months, you know, somebody on the Internet is, you know, saying that Chris Brown is a legend, an icon, et cetera, et cetera. Blase, blase, whatever the fuck. Um, And I saw someone say that. And then like one of my followers quoted, tweeted, quote tweeted them with like a list of all of that niggas infractions, not just, you know, the the him abusing Rihanna. Uh, or even Karusha like some of his other infractions, like him being, you know, uh, investigated for sexual assault. Um, When me and Bianca were doing and collars, we covered uh, several cases of that, of that type of behavior from him. And (laughs) so the person quote tweeted it with a list of all that shit he did. Why one minute later, I see Akbar V retweeted on the timeline, still in that person's, Entire tweet, word for word, ball for ball about how Chris is a legend and an icon and shit. And I, don't, I I bring that up to say, beloved, if you spend half of the time dedicated to your craft, then you do dedicated to defending motherfuckers who are who don't deserve it. Then maybe you might not be having to rely on your cousin Candace money.
2: I just imagine being that fucking pretty. Imagine finally getting your hands on enough money to get the body you always wanted. Okay. D- to no longer be built like a sack of laundry. Okay. You, you got, you, you have a gastric bypass, you get a BBL, a tummy tuck, a titty lift, a, you know, you, you, you get, your, you get your toes handled, your face pretty. All of that to just be a fucking loser, still.
1: That's the business.
2: All of that work, all of that money spent, all of that glamour, just to still be a fucking loser who don't have custody of her fucking kids. It is very quite peculiar.
1: Like I'm, I'm like I'm, like <laughs> I'm not even being well. I am trying to be funny, but like beloved Chris Brown don't know you, and unlike you, he has custody of his child. Even if he shouldn't, god damn right, even if he should, even if he shouldn't, he has custody of his child. Like, I don't make maybe tend to the rivers and lakes that suit you, beloved.
0: And why y'all folks <laughs> y'all have to jump out to defend so many people? Why, why Christopher Maurice. Why? When he's an unapologetic,
2: terrible motherfucker,
0: right? And for all Okay, so since we're here, because for all of y'all with the old he the Rihanna situation was so long ago, a he beat the shit out that girl. So let's start there. B, he hasn't changed. We can give you incident after incident still coming up till today yeah. of him being abusive. Yeah. He hasn't shown he hasn't shown me anything since the Rihanna situation to make me believe that he's not still the same person that he was then with her. Carucci had like a five-year restraining order against him. Five years? Do you know how reluctant judges are to even give out restraining orders for short term? But one saw the evidence and was like, yeah, that nigga needs to stay away from you for five years at least. And then come holler at me in five years to see if we need to extend this some more. So I'm all about people growing and changing, but he hasn't hasn't shown his words.
2: No, he hasn't.
0: He hasn't. So I will not be defending anything. I will not be defending anything. And I don't get why people, you put your. The devil. You put your reputation out advocates. there. Defending. Thank you. The, the advocate just, just fine on his own. He definitely own. does.
2: Because he was just out there not too long ago talking about free Tory, wasn't he?
1: Yep. Yep. That was like what last month where that video came across the timeline or oh, that interview because it was an interview he did. Yep.
0: And it'd be so funny to me, the people with the free Tory stuff. Because when he was out and free and making music, I ain't never heard them doing anything together. <laughs> I've never heard Chris and if they Brown did, it was so up. good.
2: It was so good it went double
0: wood. Right. Like I never all hears my nigga Tori listen to his music. It's just so amazing that men aren't that men aren't supporters until people come out as abusive pieces of shit y'all couldn't stand how much women like jonathan majors soon as this nigga going up for beating on a white bitch now all of y'all are
2: fans. see these bitches couldn't wait for him to go to jail they couldn't wait for him to come down all oh, because he like white women and don't want they black asses jonathan Majors distur- still even. He-
1: Right, like that was even that. crazier because like niggas was talking about his masculinity and calling him gay until he it came out he was an abuser. So it, the Absolutely. switch up is even the suit like the switch up on that is even crazier. Crazy. The switch up niggas is was even hating.
0: crazier. Niggas was hating on the baby. Once he started
2: bonking bitches in the face, once Kicking he started hitting hoes with out. a
1: slipper. Yes.
0: Now it's all. Oh, that's my nigga. I don't hear none of y'all playing none of that nigga shit.
1: For good reason, cause that shit is ass. But still,
0: the past time. I didn't. I didn't pop the little pussy to a couple of the babies. Not recently. A little, thing, little really couple, thing, little
1: uh, couple uh, things. Uh, <laughs> a slight like, twerk out. A, little, a little, bit, little
0: bit. A little. A, a little, little bit.
2: couple things. Yeah, for sure. But then,
0: then he did that stuff with Rolling Loud, and then the stuff with Big. And I don't listen to rap like that anyway. So dropping a rapper ain't shit for me. Right. For sure. So, so yeah
2: but um
1: prayers, the business with you prayers
2: prayers down um they they need to bury you under a, a jail cell by making you pay child support that you can't afford to pay oh my god that's what they that's what need to happen all them folks who got custody of children need to put you on child support because mm. if you can afford to get your body done you can afford to take care of them children out here that had all that goddamn plastic surgery to still be a goddamn idiot
1: Ask the business hustling over backers. there
2: with the over there with a bedazzled bullet in your goddamn skull.
1: A uh, bedazzled, all right. You know what? <laughs> all right,
2: we out, y'all. We out, we out. We, we back. We glad to be back. We'll see y'all back next week. Be safe. Uh, check out Bold and Bougie so you can tell us what you think. And yeah, we'll be back next Sunday. Bye, y'all. Bye.
1: Peace.